you're tuning into. You're now tuning into Codename And welcome back, everyone, to Round another episode. Two. Oh yeah, we were um, we were recording for about five minutes and realized that we were not, not recording. recording. So you missed a very lovely intro. I'm glad we realized it before we got to 30 minutes. Yeah, in, because like, that would have been horrible. But um, anyway, well, welcome back again. This is the first time for y'all, the second time for us. <laughs> but um, I'm Tyrone, and I am Basil Anthony, and this is Cold Name Z, the podcast. Yeah, whoop whoop. <laughs> but um, so this week's topic, I thought we should talk about breaking out of your comfort zone and trying new things. Now that can mean a anything. variety of things. Anything. The thing that made me think about, or the thing that's on my mind, is how I want to move Anal. out of state. What? I- <laughs> Don't you do it. First of all. <laughs> This is now the podcast with Tyrone. <laughs> yep, and Basil. Thanks so nope, much. Keep going. Nope. Anyway, but um, what was I even saying? Thanks a lot. Okay. Anyway, trying new but, things um, and all this better stay in the podcast. So. <laughs> I love this. Now we're gonna get demonetized. We're not. First, we're, we're, not we're not even monetized. <laughs> you don't got we're gonna get sponsors. You're not monetized. We're this gonna is get ghetto. They're gonna bar our monetization. From <laughs> <this>. <laughs> but anyway. Um, but yeah, try, so the things that make me, the thing that made me think of this topic is me wanting to move to a whole nother state and kind of discussing that with people and kind of realizing that a lot of people never really probably had an experience where they had to step out of their comfort zone. And, you know, like, what do you think about it? What are the benefits? What are the positives? What makes you comfortable stepping out of your comfort zone? I think for me, I think I step out of my comfort zone more often than not. Right. Um, I think the benefits of stepping out of your comfort zone is like meeting really good people, you know, getting into different things that you probably in your in a million years would never think of. Right. You know. Right. I think just, just opening yourself up to those different experiences is something that like, you know, people who like who are always stuck in their way and stuck at doing whatever they're doing. They don't get the experience. So you kind of, you're like, oh, man, everything is so mundane. And it's like, it's because you're making it that way. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. And you know what it makes me think about? It makes me think about way back to our podcast about going to college and how we were talking about the benefits of going to college and how I was saying that. And I think we both said that, like, the benefits that you get from college is way more than your degree. And I think personally, for me, what it has been is teaching me how to step outside of my comfort zone. Like I went all the way up to Connecticut to a um, predominantly <laughs> white institution. I think there were six of us non-white individuals. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than six, but I think it was definitely Seven. less than 20% non-white. So, and then coming from Philadelphia, mm. yeah, that was, it was like a big culture shock. And I was ready to run first year, but then I didn't and I stuck it out and I realized that you can actually thrive learn and you know like be comfortable in spaces that you know or you're not used to because when i was talking about people about moving out of town and talking to some family members it's like i was saying that how i think some people wouldn't want to move to a new state because they're afraid of things of like okay will i meet friends yeah do i know anybody well well i like it and you know things like that and i just think that those things are all risk and things that are normal to worry about, but it can be really rewarding if you try these things. Honestly, yeah. Like, I was going to say, <clears throat> like, when I say I, like, I step out of my comfort zone a lot, like, 
even from when I was a child till now, like when I left my middle school, because I was like, you know, K to eight at some point. So I never had to go from elementary to middle school. We had, right, it was just right. one basic oh, one yeah. middle school. Right. So when I left there um, and I was applying to go to different high schools, I remember when I went, when I went to the high school we went to. I was I because I was like I'm not gonna go to the local high school because I know too many people that I know from this school right. are gonna be there. So I'm like I'm gonna try to do something else. So I ended up going to a school downtown, which right. is like for me like my my middle school was literally a walk away from my house. Like I walked like three minutes. I'm at school. Right. So right. that goes from a shock of going from three minutes to going <laughs> thirty minutes right. on the bus day. every morning going to high school. Right. And then even going to high school, going to college, like you know, I went somewhere where no one else from our school went to. Right. And that was another one. It's like so. Like, I mean, you had a little bit of backup because you went with our other friend. Right. right. But for me, like I was like I had no else. Yeah. So literally, right. I was just like, okay, cool. I'm gonna meet some new people, and I ended up meeting you know. Tabby and Becca, shout out to them from like literally day one. Was it applause? There yeah, was. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Tabby and Bex. Um, yeah, like you know, we met day one and like right at the end of the end up moving together. But like even with just going to school, like you know, I joined the, the fashion show in our high school. Oh, and then I joined it. Tw- tell us, tell <laughs> no. us about your um, uh, tell us about your scenes that you were in. And I joined two fashion I'm shows sorry, in college. Because I feel like, sorry, I just would like to say. No, this please, is a, we're not going to talk about that. This is trash. I won't say what happened, but I feel like they piped you up to do something that now I'm looking at retrospect was a little disrespectful. A little? It was a disrespectful yeah, then. a little disrespectful. We can, tell, we can tell the world what it was. They made me be biggie. <laughs> they made them biggie small. And that's all because I was, cause I was fat and black. Wow. <laughs> Like first of all, I'm like they could at least made you like Rick Ross or at least somebody from this decade. Not Rick Ross. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna talk about embarrassment in the podcast, and that's well, gonna Rick be Ro- one of my top embarrassment <laughs> moments. Well, Rick Ross is not even that big no more because he ate pears. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Shut up. That's what he said. That was his trick. So he lost so much pears. <laughs> Pairs. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, but yeah, so I joined a fashion show in there to, to do fashion, and then I joined a fashion show two years in a row in, in, in Millersville. Right. Um, but you know, joining clubs in general, like I was like when I got to when I got to college, I was like I want to do things that I don't do. Right. You know, right. and so that's kind of I was like, you know, I'm like I did it in high school. Let me do it one time here, but let me try to join clubs and didn't ever work out. I never stayed in any club. Right. I was like, boo. <laughs> but like just in general, like just doing different things and experiencing different things. I mean, you know, not to put myself out there, you know, some both of us experienced something in college that we talked about later on. So. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, listen, it's out your comfort zone. Well, yeah, that was on my that was on my comfort zone too. Because yeah, yeah. woo, remember the monkey on my door? Oh, I ain't gonna say nothing. Let's off off camera. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't on purpose. Well, Mm-mm. I don't off know. camera. Okay, it was a monkey incident. Stop it! I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a monkey. That's so wrong. That's not even funny. So we shouldn't even be laughing about that. But no, it, it was just I still can't believe it. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Trash. Right. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so I just think that, like, yeah, like, even me in high school, I think stepping out of your comfort zone can allow you to experience and kind of learn what you want to do. Like, for example, in high school, 
I did so many different clubs. I was in like future doctors program. I did mock trial. I did engineering. Like it, these did were you? all the. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. engineering one now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was an engineer in like freshman and sophomore year. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> was it that came hurt? Damn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when that happened, I thought I was right. there for all that. Right. But um, yeah. So and I think the cool thing about that was that. It allowed me to really hone in on, like, what I wanted to do with my, like, life after high school. Like, doing mm-hmm. the future. Going into high school, I always said I wanted to be a doctor. Went to the future doctor's program and realized <laughs> I'm way too squeamish. And, like, I can't be in there gagging. Like, <laughs> it's a doctor. No, that wouldn't be funny. That wouldn't be good. Honestly, it wasn't the black. First of all, the whole cadaver thing, that's what got me. Oh, and having to dissect the cadaver. I'm <laughs> no. like, yeah, I'm... I'm good, love, enjoy. So yeah, like honestly, right. yes, literally seven. That's what you like. I mean, when I and this is like a big step. But I'm like, so you know, since I was little until like I got to college, I wanted to be a teacher. Right. I wanted to be a teacher. That was the only career path I wanted was teacher. Right. And excuse me. First know. of all, you you okay? You have a lot I'm of okay. Like, I'm good. Digestive issues. <laughs> I'm drinking a, a, a drink from Starbucks as well as Arizona, and it's bubbly. Anyway, that's the most hood bougie thing I've ever seen in my life. Who made? He made a sparkling <laughs> Arizona. A sparkling Arizona half and half light. But first of all, let's not where half and half is from. Your refrigerator. Okay. Because let's but not, I didn't try to make it sparkling. Let's tell the audience how I'm over here just hungry and. What do I look like? Someone a who chef? has a car and. Anyway, but what I was going to say was, you better keep all this in, because I want everyone to know how trash you are. Anyway, Whatever. um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to be a teacher so bad, and I, um, got the school, like, I got the college, and I took some of those classes, and I was like, oh, this is not, this is not it, this right, is not the tea, right. I don't like this. No, for real. Um, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch over, but I didn't know what to switch over to. And I had one oh, class, yeah, I a, psych- a psychology class with, again, RIP, Rita Smith, Wade L., the best professor and advisor ever. I'll give an applause. Yes. Like, literally, definition of black excellence. Right. Definition. And I had a psych class with her, and I talked to her one day at the class, and I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. And she's like, you know, you're doing pretty well in this class. Like, have you thought about doing psychology, you know, just majoring in psychology? And I'm like, no. Right, right. And so I remember I didn't tell my mom. I didn't tell nobody. I don't think I told anybody until I, like, honestly, until I switched majors. And I just right. literally went to my advisor and like, all right, give me my tap number. I want to change majors. Right. And that was for me stepping out of my comfort zone because, like, I don't, going into, like, going into school, I knew everything we didn't was about education. Right. And, I, like, you know, children, X, Y, and Z. But then now it's like, this is a whole new field you know, True. there's nothing that intersects with this, you know. Right. And I'm like, oh, God, I need to find something to do. And, I mean, now, I mean I'm mean, i a case manager and all that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, right. it, it worked out. But had I just stayed in education and just went straight into it, who knows what I've been doing right now. And, like, even when I left school, like, you know, I was a, I was a substitute teacher for a bit. And right, even right. then, I was just like, wow, I liked, I liked teaching, but, like, I cannot imagine this every day. Yeah. And I'm like, now, had I went all the way through school and the had a education. full degree in right. education, right. and then two days later, I'm just like, oof, I got to come here Monday, Monday through Friday? Monday, you yeah. work Monday through Friday? No, <laughs> it's interesting you say that because my, um, one of our, so our professor, he, like, he he's busy a lot, like, he does, like, really high-profile cases, so sometimes he has one of his associates come in, and she was actually telling us that 
before she became an attorney and went to law school, she was teaching. Mm-hmm. And she said she even did Teach for America and everything like that. Oh, okay. And she said, once I actually started working as a teacher, she said, mm, I realized I actually don't like being around those children that much <laughs> every single day. Honestly, so like, that's how it was. Like, I was like, I was a sub for like a bit. And like, I mean, it might just because like, obviously that's not my classroom or whatever. Right. Even when I was a TSS and like, I would take over for like the special needs class or whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, this is fun and great and everything. But like, I cannot imagine this being every day. Right. And I'm right. like, knowing that, like, I'm like, there was nothing else I thought I was good at when I was like, you know, thinking about what I want to do for the rest of my life. Right. And I'm like, I am so glad that... Yeah, <laughs> like even though I disagree, I feel like I can't do much with it. But like, I'm glad I'm not stuck in the same the same thing. Thing like, and you can even like when you step out of your comfort zone, you can actually find a mix sometimes of things you like. So, for example, the um the lawyer that I was talking about that subs our classes sometimes she she li- like she really liked children, but she realized I don't think I want to teach them like every single day. So now she's an attorney, but she does like child welfare cases Mm -hmm. and like prosecute child abuse and stuff like that so it's like she's still like using her love for children and protecting children but like not in a classroom so you know what i'm saying so she found a way to still kind of merge interest kind of and i think that's another good thing about stepping out of your comfort zone oh yeah right but um i don't know if we have time for what i wanted to ask you a question about your majors and about stepping out of your comfort zone, if you were comfortable with talking about it. Because something I think about about is sometimes in people's comfort zones, sometimes it's even like a comfort zone as far as not even just the interest you have, but what do you think will be stable in life? And you actually see that Uh. in more (laughs) cultures than others. Like, so I think we can actually go to break a little bit early. We have like, 55 seconds left before our sponsors are going to be t- <laughs> before our sponsors make us um, um, do our actually um, we're sponsored this week by Mariah Carey I hear we, so yeah. I hear we're going to have some some excellent vocals you know I would I would skip past skip past skip to about 15 minutes and <laughs> 30 seconds anyway we'll take our break and we'll be um, yeah, this joke right will be a there. downfall anyway next right. week when it's code name me Move on. With, now, uh, with Cass co-host Mariah Carey. Yes. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back, y'all. Break. When you wish upon a star, a sponsorship is not too far. Slide in our DMs so our dreams come true. But no, honestly, slide in our DMs, send us some links for some sponsorships, and get this podcast off the ground. And back to the show. And welcome back, everyone. Mm. That was a lovely break. Not lovely vocals, but a lovely break. That's the the mad for me. Okay. So you can sing? Yes or no? Because you know what I'm about to click if you say yes? (laughs) Because you're not going to do that to me. Listen, don't give me a portrait treatment. I can sing. Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Ooh, oh my That's God. how you sell? Stop fucking lying. <laughs> Sorry, no, let me stop. It was very nice. It was very nice. But anyway, oh, so back to the conversation. So I said because I wanted to ask you something. So I don't want to answer. Whatever. <laughs> it was lovely singing. Mm. Better than your promos. Anyway. 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. We go ahead. are. This show was a collective, so mm-hmm. we're only as good as everyone else's work. Do your thing, girl. What you Whatever. <laughs> anyway, but um. Oh yeah. So speaking of, so you were talking <laughs> about how you went to psychology and it was out of your comfort zone. Yes. But in between teaching and psychology, there was another <laughs> major you wanted to do. <laughs> And I want to know why you didn't do that major. <laughs> and that major was. You can explain to him what that major was. Gotta do the card and be like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I was going to major and was planning on possibly double majoring at some point. Right. Um, and oh shit, what's it called? It was. Wasn't it called broadcasting? Broadcasting, broadcast communications. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Almost at theater. No, not theater. theater. Not theater, not theater not now. <laughs> We're for Art Bell talent. Right, um, <laughs> yeah, so I was I was going to be a communications, like a comm major, as the young kids say. Um, <laughs> None of the young kids say that. <laughs> Ooh, not the phone. Oh my god! Ooh, not the phones. Let's let's take a let's take a poll. How many times someone's uh, phone's been going off? Oh, not you slurping juice in the podcast. That was an, that was an unrecorded. Oh, not my TikTok. <laughs> now TikTok going off. This is a mess. We got to start over. <laughs> so yes, I was going to major in communications. Um, and it's funny because I'm not meaning to drag her after I just said so many good things about Rita. You ain't have to say who did it. You could have just left that out. Oops. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I mean, listen, it was funny because it, it wasn't something I had not said to myself or heard before. So, but um, initially, I, I mean. Cause you know I've been applying to go and get on reality TV since I turned twenty one, and even before then I was always my dream was like be in the real world X Y and Z. Right. And so when I know, I saw that communication was like a major, and I'm like, oh, people get on that to get on TV. I'm like, right. I could do that, you know, whatever. But and this one was specifically broadcast. Yeah, aspect. Broad, yeah. So yeah. it was more geared towards media aspect because yeah. like a traditional communication major. I mean, people do go on TV with it, but it's not like. You're only, I guess, right. I was going to be. Path. I was going there to be on TV, but yeah, the Brock, right? I but thought I was going to go in there and be like, I don't know, like a, a a news anchor or something. Yeah, well, I think well, anything I think in front of that, the camera. That major, I think, was because I mean, we, we had it. classes that that was yeah, a whole class was like right. learn how to mix audios and all that kind of stuff, and learn how to get in front right. of the camera and because, like this yeah, is how you broadcast it because like, and I don't know if Khan had one, but like traditional communication majors. Like, I mean, you probably can take classes and broadcasting and stuff, but it's kind of like, I mean, what I did at the mayor's office, like writing statements and stuff like that. You know, that's also considered communications as well. But yeah. Anyway, that's. But anyway, I was I was very nervous in getting into it, and I remember I took a class, which was easy. Um, I took a class into it, and I remember Rita was just like, just look at people who are on TV and look at you. That was oh my and like at the time, yeah, like every like she was dragging me, and like you know basically like you know not trying to be rude about it, but it's like for the most part too dark skin, too unattractive, and too overweight for mm, you know and like for I mean that's something I always told myself anyway. So like to have someone else kind of confirm it for me. We, when we start talking about mental health, then we'll get into that conversation. Oh, okay, so mind your go text your mother. Whatever. Mm. Anyway, but yeah, I was like, that was something I was gonna get out of my comfort zone and do. But then, obviously, she kind of knocked me back down to reality, and I didn't do it. And like, I mean, to this day, I was kind of glad I didn't because I mean, I was also I was like a junior at that point. Like, I was not changing right. my major in junior right. year. I thought I'm that was earlier done. than junior year. 
I mean, it was earlier as I was thinking of it. It was around junior year when I was actually planning on doing it. Oh, yeah. That was I think early, if it wasn't junior, it was like second semester sophomore. Right. So I'm like going into junior. So I was like, yeah. it's still too late. Right, right. I've already done all these classes for psych. I'm not doing it anymore. Right. But, um, I mean, that was, you know, that was a, I, I put it like this. I, I enjoyed the, the class I took for it, but I'm low kind of glad I didn't go through with it because now I don't know what I'll be doing right now. <laughs> you may have been on Big Brother. <clears throat> or you may have been the um, Mel. I would have been. I would have been. I would have been the first black uh, winner <laughs> that should have been, but or first uh, fat black person to get on there. But Derek decided to get on there. <laughs> yes, Derek, and he's listening to this from Philadelphia. Derek decided to get up there. How hey. dare you? But um, anyway, you talk. No, but yeah, but I think. But see, the thing with that is, it's like, and I noticed it a lot, and like. Certain communities, I would say especially people of color communities, maybe because they struggled so much that when they see someone in their family or life kind of on a certain path, I don't know. It seems like to a certain... You and this, first of all, do you know how strong that mic is? Can you hear it? I, if I could hear it, I'm pretty sure that mic can hear it. <laughs> Not you just gulping down. It's a... <laughs> well, we'll hear this on the podcast. I can't wait. I'm listening this yeah. week. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Anyway, go on. Do your story. Anyway, but no, but I feel like there is a big resistance. See, it can go either way. It's a, sometimes it's a big resistance of students or their children doing paths that they don't think is for sure or short things. So things like psychology. Oh, yeah. Like those. My mom was not happy when I told her I went to psychology. She was not happy about that one. Why? I don't, that's. Because you know, with teaching is a, such a guaranteed thing, right? For the most part, especially a black male going into education, right? Everyone told me that was a guaranteed thing, right? And I was like, okay, cool. But when I decided to switch into psych, and you know, I didn't tell nobody about it. When I did, she was like, well, "What are you going to do with it?" And I told her what I, my plan was, and she wasn't extremely happy because she was like, "Okay, like I mean, she's happy because like, okay, obviously I'm still doing what I'm doing." Right. Excuse me. Oh my God. This podcast. This <laughs> the Gassy Podcast. Maybe the Wendy Williams show. Could you? Oh, Lindsay. Don't drag Wendy. <laughs> Listen, we we love Wendy here. Right. She she but going she through it. She have a lot of gas on TV a lot. Oh. She, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, no. But she was extremely excited about it because, like, just like you said, like it was like you don't like with psychology. She's like, what? Like, what's your path? What are you doing? Right. When you go into education, it's like, okay, the path is teaching. Right. But when you're going like, oh, I'm going into psychology, it's like, what do you want to do? And everyone's like, you want to be a psychologist? And it's like, no, I want to be a therapist. I want to be a school therapist. And that's still, you know, a thing for me. Right. But I'm like, when you tell, you know, you tell our people that it's like, oh, my God, what are you going to do with it? Just like yeah. a, I, let, a, let a black girl go and say I'm, I'm majoring in art. Right. And see what that family says. Right. But then the thing is, the thing that confuses me with black people specifically sometimes is because they are very much like that, like what you going to do with that path. But then very much their kid rap one time in the basement and they think that they're <laughs> going to be a rap star. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's either the a polar opposite. It's like, they're so strict that you have to stay on this strict path. And if you even deviate, they scared that you want to wind up homeless or it's like, my baby going to be a rapper. And it's less like, it, it's not like a very happy <laughs> in, between, <laughs> in between sometimes. I don't know. It just yeah, seems weird. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, but that's just like stepping out of your comfort zone. Like, I don't. First of all, psych is not. 
I don't know. First of all, psych is a very solid career. Like, now you can't be a psychologist or a therapist with just a bachelor's because you have to have a master's. Drag me. But not. A, I'm about to. I was about to say, there's plenty of careers that you could do. I have a psych degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also, but you went into something else, right? So yeah, I, right. So, but, um, but like I'm saying, like in general, I feel like there's a lot of times when it's like. I don't know. It's almost like you don't want it. Like a lot of times, other people, especially our kind of people, our people, right, don't really see the long term. They see go to school, get this one degree and this yeah. one thing, and then just they go off. See, yeah, but they, they don't, don't see, see when people are like, "Oh, I want to do this," and they go into further education. I want to do this and take two years into this field, and it's like, "What's your career going to be? You know, right. what is it going to be? What are you going to do with your life?" And it's like, right. "I'm getting there." Yes, yeah, but like, it's not going to be immediate. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like sometimes, and I mean, it can be very well because of like certain struggles that our people have been have been through that they want short things, especially for their kids. But it's like sometimes they don't see, speaking of stepping out of your comfort zone, they don't see the benefits and risks sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like they mm. don't see how you can actually be on a right path and that path not be very much organized right now. Like, you know, it's like a... It's, like, it was, it's crazy because, like, even, like, you see, like, older individuals that work at, like, Target or, like, older people who work at certain places. And, like, right. and a lot of them are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do in my life, so I stay to Target. But then, like, you see, I'll see, like, TikToks of people where it's like, oh, like, you know, I have these talents and I can do it. I do it at home. I don't tell nobody about it, X, Y, and Z. Right. And you see, like, these inspirational stories of people who are like, yeah, I was working at Walmart for the last 37 years. And then I started saying, you know what, let me go put these... Um, what do you call those? Uh, terraniums together, or whatever. Oh yeah. And then it's like a lady who literally sells terraniums, and like that's her job now. Right. And she's like, if I would have went to school for this, or even like started promoting this years ago, who knows where I could have been at now? Right. But because exactly. you're like, oh, I know this job is my constant income, and this is this is what paying the bills. I'm not about to go out of my comfort zone. I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Because I don't know where it's going to go. Just like with me and applying to like Big Brother and stuff like that, even though. Hey, Julie, big brother. Really? Come on. I've been applying for six years. Anyway. But racist even like, to me. It seemed racist to me. Oh. I it mean, seemed, Ju- Julie um, don't care. Uh, body shaming to me. Let's not say body Let's not do that for she dragged me. But anyway. Right. But not like that. Like, it's like, even for that, like, I'm the very first time. I don't, I don't have my audition tape, so I'm so glad I don't. Um, my very first audition tape for, like, Big Brother, Real World, all that. Like, I'm like, I can't even imagine. But I was like, I was so nervous to put that out there. Right. And, like, now I'm so also I'm so open with telling people that I've applied. Right. Or, because, like, before, like, I would never tell them. I was not telling nobody I'm applying to Big Brother. I'm not applying to Real World. I'm not telling nobody about that. Right, right. But now I'm so open about it and talk to people like, oh, yeah, like, I do want to be on this show. I want to do because this is something I've wanted to do. Right. Me and Tamara, fun fact, me and Tamara almost applied for, you know that show, Endurance, they used to come on Discovery <laughs> Like, we literally had my Not back camera. in 2008, now. We were going to be a team and everything. But then we changed our mind because we realized, you know how you always got to hang on something at the mm. beginning. We was like, we really about to do all of this to get eliminated. The Upper first arm strength wear. Right. So, we was like, yeah, we about to waste our time like this. Yeah, I was like, first of all, that's how I never applied to like nothing like uh, no type of uh, real, 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 real challenge. And that was a thing. Not- Alexa, be Not quiet. Alexa. Hey, Alexa, stop. She does this new thing. It's called your weekend routine, and then she celebrates to the fact that it's the weekend. Child. Anyway, okay, thank you, Alexa. Okay, so this podcast is also spe- uh, featuring Alexa. <laughs> How you doing, sis? Um, but yeah, like I'm really open with like applying and everything, and but like I wouldn't like I wouldn't be applying to like Road Road Challenge. I wouldn't be applying to the Survivor because like I listen, just like y'all, I don't got no uh, upper body strength. 
Right. Be done fell right. I also can't swim. You know he's got some some challenge on this when you're out there swimming. Right. I can't swim. So yeah, that's that's, that's where going out your comfort zone is a little uh, if you can die going out your comfort yeah, zone, don't do what, it. Right, right. That's the <laughs> don't thing. Don't do it. Yeah, and that's just like I don't know, yeah, it's always like for example, me, I've always loved entertainment and I was like and I also love law and for a while when I first got to college, I focused all my attention back on law, like kind of a practical career. But I'm like no, let me continue to explore my passions and entertainment, my like photography, videography, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. I was gonna say you better put TikTok in there because right. you're on TikTok every damn day. <laughs> so it's like because you never know. It's this, it's this part and like oh my gosh, what's that Ruben Stutter song? But I don't know. Ruben always Stutter. Stuck, it always stuck with me. He says something like, "Isn't his song he made right after American Idol like that?" He sung when he won, and it was something about like you n- never let go of a dream because you never know. Which one would give you fulfillment? Like you, it's something yeah. like that. So like, never give up any of your interests because you never know which one is going to actually be your truest passion and actually take you far, you know, mm-hmm. in life. So that's how I always feel about it. And now I've actually found ways to mix law and entertainment. First of all, they have a whole entertainment law yeah. where you manage people. And which stuff. we're gonna put this on the podcast right now. That when I get famous, you'll be my lawyer. Yeah, friend. I, I only my, charge. My... I only charge eighty percent. Child, eighty yeah. percent. <laughs> It's going to be uh, pro bono, free. Pro bono. Whatever. Okay, that's, man, that's what's not about to happen. Right? <laughs> you'll, you'll, be on the pay, you'll be on the payroll. I'll, we'll pay you okay. McChickens. Right. <laughs> McChickens! Anyway, I think Look, it is time for I'm trying to the think, time of the week. Should I do my rant this week or make your way to next week? We're doing it this week. Hmm. I think it's going to make people upset. It's time for the rant. Okay. You're, I'm about to mute this mic because. No. But, okay, I'll, I'll say it. Just don't Dude, get Because I only got one this week, so go ahead. Okay. This rant. I'm not judging people who use and do certain things. Oh. But I have felt like, especially in Philadelphia... Things have reached a level of out of handness, <laughs> if that's even a word. It's not. With out of handness with substances. <laughs> out of handness. Jesus. The what weed, are you talking about? Oh. The marijuana, the oh, weed, Lord. the drink. I'm sorry. Look, I don't smoke, and I never judge anyone for, for smoking, but whatever. I don't judge anybody for smoking. First of all, I, first of all I'm very much not trying to get arrested. I'm very much trying to. Not I mean, people get, get barred from the bar. Listen, what what uh what did Aunt Bam say? I got a card. I got a scripture. Yeah, okay, yeah, the people who got subscri- <laughs> subscript. I'm doing air quotes prescriptions because mm. all you got to do is go right into the doctor and be like, I'm feel well. Anybody, oh, here you go. Good night. Anyway, what is this, what anyway, is this rant about the day? But day? no, because mm. I just personally feel like, and I'm concerned lately that I feel like some people are still not fully understanding that while. They weed is a plant and it's natural and it just relaxes people. They're still not understanding that it is a drug. It is a substance. First of all, anything you put in your body in excess can be harmful. Like you can you can actually die from drinking too much water. Mm-hmm. So there are people I see like if you smoke, if you wake up at eight a.m. and smoke, <laughs> if you then at noon smoke. <laughs> If you on your way home smoke, if at night to cozy up to watch a show, you smoke and this is happening seven days a week, no breaks in between, 
to me that is a substance abuse prop. Uh, am, am, mm-hmm. I, am I sounding crazy about that? No, I don't, I, I don't know. It just I agree with you on that though a little bit, just because like you know we know some like people like I know some who do it the right way. You know, it's like okay, maybe once in a while on a weekend, whatever. Yeah. But then we know some where it's like, so the first thing that hit your mouth this morning was a blunt, not a toothbrush, right? <laughs> And that's what's like, even, even if you did it every day, which I still wouldn't condone doing it every day because it's still a substance that's like altering with your brain chemistry and all that stuff. And I feel like that's not very good. But even if you did it every day, even if it was when you got home, but like on your way to work in the morning, like I feel like, and I should take it like on this. your break. Right. <laughs> and I feel like I always explain it like this. I not like doing an analogy. If someone were to wake up and before they even really roll out of bed, they roll over and down some henny, and yeah. then they drink at noon, and then they drink on their way home. And they drink. Would they not label that person alcoholic? alcoholic? True. So why isn't it the same? And then because I also see, but the the real issue too is that it's not just weed. It's people. A lot of people who are now in Philly is weed. Is pills. Is drinking. It's Ooh, like yeah. every day. I'm like Trinity. that stuff is. It's just not. It's really not healthy for. It. It's just everywhere. I always say now. I'm like our net. Our city smell is weed. That's <laughs> our like. If you can have like a national smell or a city smell, or literally all day long, no matter where you walk. I'm walking out of school um, yesterday. A car come past. Woof, like <laughs> all I smell all day long is weed. weed. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, I just feel like it's a getting a little carried away. And especially when you don't have any regard for the fact that other people don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're smoking in public areas, on trains and stuff like that. You like, know, that? okay, let me talk about that. That is irritating to me. I don't right. know why y'all decided to get on the L and the trains and the trolleys and the subs and the buses and decide right, right now it's the time to, to, to light up, whatever y'all call it. Like, right. right now is not the time to face a full blunt, okay? Right. <laughs> Wait till you get outside. And like, even then, saying. outside is, oh, okay, whatever. But, like, when you on the scepter, right. you know, just, and that's just why, wait. And that's why I kind of like to combat this idea that everybody say that weed is not addicting. And I'm like... Because you can't wait till you get... Now, if, if, if I'm, if I'm right. on a scepter right now and I pull out a bottle of Ciroc... Right. And take it to the head, everyone look at me like, what the... What is going on? Right. But like, so it's like y'all don't see the issue here? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, and when they say it's not addicting, I believe what they really mean, and someone who is a chemist or I don't know, what's a, a drugologist? Is that a thing? <laughs> a drugologist? You can tell me if I'm wrong. But what they're saying is that marijuana doesn't have an addictive chemical that attaches to parts of your brain or affects certain parts of your brain like cocaine or heroin does. Like mm-hmm. there's specific chemicals in there or like nicotine that is known to be addicted to their brain but that doesn't mean that it can't be addicting anything that gives you those like oxytocin and like all of those good feels you can become addicted to that's why some people are even addicted to food to hey, sex drag me because look <laughs> me child i wouldn't be the size i was if i wasn't addicted to the pizza now yeah, right. so, <laughs> but, yeah. so anything that gives you that a good feeling your body psychologically you become addicted to, and I feel like a lot of people have psychologically. I mean, that's like thinking of people who like quote unquote give up sugar. Right. When you give when people who like, like even when I gave up like drinking sodas and stuff like that, you almost fiend. Yeah. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. and this is something that like this. You still you can I can go to the store and buy a soda. 
Right. So it's like, as much as everyone's like, oh, it's not addicting, but you can be addicted to it. Yeah, yes. you can. Like, just nice. but depending on your actions. Like, if you're like, oh, I need this to relax or whatever, I don't care. But right. when it's like, you just doing it at some weird time, and it's like, and sometimes a lot of times when people who are like, I'm not addicted to it, but then they tell you a situation or a story, and it's like, it seems like you use that as a coping mechanism. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, you, should, you have to be very careful like, about that. Do you like you hear what you just said to me? Like, it's like, oh, no, I just need it because, before this event because of this, or I need it because of that, or I went to a funeral. I went to, I'm like, that sounds like you, you're using weed versus a hug. Yeah, right. <laughs> versus a hug. Right. And then... The final thing I'm going to end this rant on, and I'm about to put on my lawyer hat really quick. Maybe I'm going crazy, and maybe I'm misunderstanding. One of my professors can let me know (laughs) if I'm misunderstanding this. But a DUI is driving under the influence. Not just, it's not called DUA driving under alcohol. (laughs) Like, it's driving under the influence of alcohol or other drugs. How are y'all operating vehicles with a blunt in your mouth? That is a DUI. That is why when I drive outside every day, people are driving two miles per hour. People are about to run into you. Like, just doing nothing. You just sitting there minding your business. They about to crash into you. (laughs) Like, that is a DUI. But then the thing is, they would get pulled over and arrested, and it was F the police. What? You're smoking a blunt while driving. Like, I'm really getting confused here. Like, so. It's not a cigarette, man. Right. Like, Jesus, I can see you. Right. So, all I want to say is just, just be safe, be careful, make sure that you're not getting addicted qualities to it because this type of stuff can really ruin your lives. And especially a DUI can really ruin your life. Like, a record is what is not what you want. Say if, and first of all, it can be something, little accident. Let me just explain a little a little scenario. Oh, Say you're smoking this blunt, and you feel like it's really not. First of all, weed slows your neural receptors. That's why you feel all calm. So you're not reacting as quick as you would. So say if you're driving and a little kid just darts in the street. In a normal situation, if you were to hit, harm, or accidentally kill that child, you wouldn't be at any fault. And let like if you were driving normal speed and everything, it would be considered an accident, and because the child ran in the street. But the minute they test you and you have marijuana in there, now you have a vehicular homicide charge on your hands. Mm. Now you're going to jail because it's like, and I'm like, it's just none of this stuff is, that's all I'm saying. None of it is worth it. Like, just do this stuff in safe manners and limited manners. That's all I'm saying. That's my rant. I'm done. Okay, I mean, I'm going to go into my rant a little bit more next week about this. But, oh, wait, um, one more thing. No. If you keep smoking while driving. What? What's oh, going God. On? Y'all are going to jail. Period. Oh, God. You have, we have got to cut that That's, a little bit. I love that Jesus. one. I love that one. I'm going to get into more next week because I'm tired and I'm still hungry. So, okay. Um, people who work at jobs, does do you get paid to mind people, other people's business? I just want to know. Do y'all get paid to do that? Do you get paid to mind my business? Do any of y'all get... We also got to work on that. <laughs> yeah, I need to edit that. That one has like <laughs> two so... seconds delay. But like, do you get paid to mind my business? Do you right. get paid to mind my... Do you get paid to know when I go to lunch? Where my food is? Do you get paid to know when I'm coming in and when I'm leaving? When it's not your job, you're not my boss? Do you... Does... <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out, Stacy. Why are you in my business? Leave Stacy alone. Why are you my business? Stay in your office. I'll stay in mine. Why are you worried about me? Worried about your child? Worried about your edges? Anyway, we'll get into that next week. 
All right, guys. See y'all. Bye. And stay safe and stay out of jail. Love and forever. I love forever. <laughs> stay out of jail. Bye.